0: Sometimes, I find myself comparing how I look to how other people look, and it's one of those thoughts that just pop up here and there, but this week, I realized that I do that a lot. I would always think, yeah, I'm cute, but I'm not beautiful, or I look good when I have makeup on, or why can't I look like so-and-so? And there's this part of me that wishes I had someone else's face because they're prettier. And I usually dismiss these thoughts as normal, but the Lord has been telling me that they're not. They're not in line with His truth and therefore are lies from the enemy. Dear younger me, the advice that I would give you is your beauty comes from your value and your value comes from God deciding you are valuable. You're not valuable because you're beautiful, but rather it's the other way around. Hey everyone, my name is Jamie and welcome to Dear Younger Me. This podcast is dedicated to giving advice to my younger self in hopes that it will also help other people who might be going through similar things. I just hope that this podcast can be me being an older sister giving helpful advice to all the young people and maybe even older people out there. In this episode, I will be talking about how God views us as His daughters and how beautiful we are in His eyes. As always, we need to look to the Bible for our truth, so here are some Bible passages and verses that talk about how God sees us and our beauty. 1 Peter 3, 3-4 Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry, or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. This passage is saying that it's way more important to work on the inner person, meaning your character, than to work on the outward appearance. This is because what you cultivate on the inside will never fade away, while outer beauty will fade away as you get older. James 4, 14 Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. 2 Corinthians four sixteen to 18 So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. These two passages remind us that we are living here on this earth temporarily. The Bible says we are here one day and gone the next. We cannot base our value, which is something that is eternal, off of something that's temporal. And in our culture, it's so easy to get caught up on our appearances because it's right in front of us. But the Bible tells us we are to live for the things that are unseen, things like the work that God is doing in us, transforming us to be like Jesus Christ day by day. Psalm 139, 13-14 For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. God made each and every single one of us unique and beautiful and in his image. He knew what our eyes, noses, ears were going to look like way before our cells even started developing. And notice that it says God knit you together, meaning he took his time and was very meticulous in how he created you. And being the creator of the universe, he puts a lot of care into each detail. Romans 8, 15-17 For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. God sees us not just as his daughters, but also as royalty. We are heirs to the kingdom of heaven. And when you think of earthly kings and queens, you automatically respect and honor them. And that means that we need to treat ourselves as well as other people with respect and honor because we're valuable in God's eyes. Song of Solomon 4.7 You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. So, the Song of Solomon is a book in the Bible that's most well known as a collection of love poems between a man and a woman. However, it is also understood as an illustration of the mutual love between Christ and his Church. And although some of the passages in this book are sexual and intimate, I don't think we should shy away from it because Jesus also loves his Church with that same level of intimacy. It's uncomfortable, especially if you grew up in a purity culture that doesn't allow for feeling sexual emotions, but I don't think it's wrong or sinful to be desired by Jesus. And it won't be a physical intimacy, but it's right to accept Jesus telling us we're altogether beautiful. There is no flaw in us. 1 Samuel sixteen seven. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Even though we can try everything to make ourselves look good on the outside by wearing makeup, having a good skincare routine, wearing nice clothes, God sees past all of that and looks at our hearts. He sees how much we desire Him, how much we love His word, how much integrity we have. He sees if we're honest, if we seek the fruits of the Spirit. He sees our insecurities and fears and all the traits of our character that we can't hide. The Lord looks at what's most important when he sees us, which is our inward beauty. Isaiah 43:1. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. This verse is talking about how God sees his chosen people, the Israelites, and how he's chosen them out of all the other people groups at that point in time. But it's also how he sees us, the people whom he's chosen to believe in Jesus Christ. And there's such an intimacy with this, to know that we are gods and we belong to him. Proverbs 31, 10-12, 20-22, and 25-31 to An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates." I encourage you to read this whole passage, but I just highlighted the parts that stood out to me. This proverb describes the kind of woman that God wants us to become. And it calls us to be trustworthy, good to our families, charitable, trusting in God, dressed to reflect our royalty, honorable, wise, hardworking, and God-fearing. And these are all the traits of a woman that God wants for all of us. And as you can see, they are 99% inward traits and not outward physical traits. The more we focus on these characteristics, the more beautiful we'll really become on the inside. And now I want to move on to some practical steps for seeing ourselves just as beautiful as God sees us. Number 1. Be honest with God. It's okay to say, God, I don't feel physically pretty or good looking. God wants you to feel your feelings and then in the midst of that, invite Him in. And this looks like asking the Holy Spirit to reveal to you why you don't feel beautiful. Maybe it's because you never grew up hearing other people say that you're beautiful, not because you're not actually pretty, or maybe it's because you have an unrealistic standard of what beauty looks like. In our culture, we tend to idolize women who have curves and big boobs and a large butt, or women who are tall, tan, and have a flat stomach. But the women we see on magazines and on the internet are. 000001 percent of the world's population and those images are edited way beyond what they actually look like photoshop and lightroom can change everything guys it can make your skin and your body look flawless but it's unrealistic i also believe there's always a deeper root of why we don't think we're beautiful one that's beyond the actual physicality of our bodies so ask god to reveal to you what that root is There is a lot of trauma that happens to us when we're little or even now that distorts the view that God has of us. For example, when people tell me I'm beautiful, I automatically deflect and my immediate thought is they just think I'm cute or that they have a really low standard of what beauty looks like so therefore of course I'm beautiful. And I'm still figuring out why I deflect in the first place, but I wonder if it has something to do with me not having a dad growing up to tell me he loved me and that I was beautiful. So just really ask God and ask Him to reveal to you like what is that deeper root behind why you're not feeling beautiful. Number 2. Ask God to help you see the value of inward beauty and ask Him to make you beautiful from the inside out. This is because our words and actions stem from how we feel about ourselves. So if you don't feel beautiful on the inside, you won't be able to feel beautiful on the outside. And feeling beautiful on the inside can be measured by your self-esteem, if you enjoy being around yourself, if you think you're talented or worthy of love. Thinking you're beautiful starts with how you feel about yourself. And if you love yourself, you'll think you're beautiful. And if you don't love yourself, you'll never be able to think you're beautiful. In our world, we always put so much emphasis on outward beauty, but God tells us it's the inward beauty that matters the most. So just help him have that perspective shift and and really see that what he deems is important is the most important of all and not what the world tells you is important. Number three. Don't compare yourself with other women, and you can do this by not looking up supermodels and following them on social media. Our Instagram and TikTok reels will always be highlight reels, and they are not realistic portrayals of what people actually look like. There will always be quote-unquote more beautiful women out there. Someone else will always have the body or face that you want, and instead of wishing you were more beautiful, remind yourself that you already are beautiful because God says you are and you don't need an explanation beyond that. Number four, take care of your body. Our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit, and practically, we need to take care of it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Things like getting enough sleep or having healthier relationships with food is really helpful. Right now, there's this culture of eat whatever makes you feel good, and it's hidden under the guise of love your body for what it is. But that's dangerous because loving your body doesn't mean filling it with junk food that's high in sugar, sodium, and fats. I do believe we should never body shame anyone, but if we turn to food for our source of comfort, it's not really helping our bodies. I think real love for our bodies is drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, eating fruits and vegetables, not eating food that's highly processed, and exercising regularly. But people don't want to hear that because it requires work. Love isn't just blind acceptance. It's patient and kind, but it's also truth. So when you love your body, you want to take care of it as best as you can. And you can also work out. Go on a walk, run, do strength training, whatever it is that you want to do to preserve your body. And then emotionally, are you expressing your feelings to your loved ones and connecting with a community? Are you letting yourself feel your feelings? And spiritually, are you spending time recharging with God, soaking and meditating on his word, praying to him? Mentally, do you feel like you're taking on too many burdens? Are you giving yourself a break between work, creating boundaries that keep you safe? Our mind, body, and soul are all connected, and if one part feels beautiful, the other parts will naturally feel beautiful as well. All right, everyone, that's all I have for you this week. I hope that this podcast episode was encouraging and life-giving to you. If it's helped you at all, I hope you can share it with your friends and family and maybe even leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help in getting this podcast out to more listeners like you. So thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye!